All right. We are back. We are having a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, testing, testing. No one, no one's here yet. No but, one is uh, here. No. Well, if only we could hear ourselves, but you know. We, well, that's the problem. We can hear ourselves in here, in our heads, in, through the device, through what's happening in the screen. But whatever it goes over the internet waves, some weird things are happening. Is it still doing it? Is the question, Robbie. No, we sound normal now. Great. All right. Uh, hey. Uh, hey. Now I can take this uh, out because it's super distracting to have an earbud and listen to myself on a delay. But you're using those well-made Raycons. No, these are not Raycons. Oh, shoot. I did get new ones, though. Of course you did. Can we get Raycons to sponsor us? I would love to get Raycons to sponsor us. Give us some headphones. We'll tell you they sound great. Give us money. Win, win, win. You know, this is like a little too much bass for me. And there's like, bam, shut down. Demonetize. Demonetize. You have to pay for the Raycons. <laughs> Considering I'm the, uh, I'm the headphone snob here, chance are that's what happened is I would say like there's too much bass and not enough el- anything else. And then Dry would hit me over the nose of the newspaper. No, you just like have your normal ones and give review for those. While me and and there's like a little a piece of paper that says R on it. <laughs> well, that's the great part about being a podcast. They don't know if we're actually using it. <laughs> That's kind of true, actually. As long as you say that they're great. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. We're back, and we uh, don't sound sound like uh, we went through third puberty. Yeah. Hooray, we're back to prepubescent. Yay! Yay! I like beer! (laughs) I like beans. (laughs) Different different prepubescent, I think. Woo. Well, okay, what's happened to this show? <laughs> Whatever was the show to begin with? Cakes and rice and Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Mexican talker says beans and rice and Jesus Christ, right. the Mexican way. So I guess uh let's we should say what movie we watched this week. Yes. Um We're... well what's the one that was uploaded this week? Guardians. Guardians was that's the one we should talk about then. Yeah. I just I thought I guess you're that yeah, was the one we're not like, on the break yet, correct? Correct. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it'd be Guardians. Uh, that one is. I watched that one a while back, and I kind of almost as like a joke episode because I know we'd have like some laughs off of it about how bad a lot of it was, which it was. It's fucking like, garbage. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens when you try to make a Marvel movie on five million dollars. I, I made Jirai very mad with my rating. <laughs> you can't give Guardians a movie that came out in twenty seventeen that was made for five million dollars in Russia for Russians by Russians. The same rating as you give to John Wick, for fuck's sake. To be Especially fair, when I those Russians actively changed my rating for John Wick. You gave it a six. Yeah, <laughs> it's better. It's progress. They're both are they're both arbitrary, but still. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing that gets dry about that is like Guardians was considered to be like one of the worst movies ever made by Russian audiences. See, I still I don't. I mean, maybe yeah, it's Russia, not the it's definitely, definitely not that. the worst movie I've ever seen. I've seen some shitty movies. Definitely. Yeah, I've seen uh, <laughs> I've seen Rampage, which is the worst movie to bust. No, no, not even close. <laughs> I swear to I'm going to bring Nightmare Man on this fucking podcast, dude. Do it. And do it. you're going to see it. what a garbage movie looks like then. <laughs> I mostly do. I've seen bad movies. I just like that one just stuck out to me because I just wanted it to be better than it was. Nightmare Man is legitimately the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Ooh. And there is constantly one copy at Entertain Mart. And I always want to buy it as a joke and give it to Sam because we watched it together. And I always want to be like, hey, happy birthday or Merry Christmas. But even as a joke gift, it's kind of offensive. <laughs> <laughs> just like, 
we should just like put another movie behind it. A re- an actual so, good movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then for me, like the worst movie I've ever seen is still Human Centipede Three because I remember I was like back whenever Netflix had their star rating system because now they just have like the thumbs up and thumbs down. But at one point in time, they had a star rating so you can rate it between one and five stars. And there are some terrible movies that were two and three stars. Then I came to Human Centipede Three and it was a one star. And I had to ask myself. How bad can a one-star movie on Netflix be? Oh, my God. <laughs> How is that movie on Netflix? It's not anymore. It used I, to be, though. I mean, I'm aware. I mean, it has a rating. It's just a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, Mexican Otaku says, Hotel was pretty bad. Hostel. Hostel was pretty bad until I watched them all. Wait, so they? Huh. you mean they got better as you kept watching? Uh... Or... Or did your standards drop because you kept watching? <laughs> I mean, I was about to say that because, like, I remember liking the first Hostel, but in retrospective, I probably wouldn't like it now. I remember the second one being way worse than the first one. Hey, hot take. Eli Roth is fucking garbage. Uh, Mexican Otaku in chat says, both. Fair. Fair. <laughs> yeah, still, did, like, because Human Centipede 1, like, I get that it's it's horrifying, just the thought of it. Because, like, I remember watching it, people saying it was going to be a disturbing movie. And for me, it really wasn't just the idea of it was uh, disturbing. And I guess I, I found out recently that I guess that movie was actually made uh, while the director or the writer and director was talking to his friends on like how they felt pedophiles should be punished. And that's what they came up with. <laughs> that's I guess that's a justification to make a movie about torture. Yeah. But anyways, this. Yeah. Then the second movie came out, which was like this weird, like the first movie exists as a movie in the second movie and then in the third movie the first and second movie exists as a movie in the third movie even though all the characters from the first and second movie are in the third movie and it it plays like a weird parody of itself but it tries to take itself seriously at the same time it's just dumb the only movie i think got away with that was scream Scream was like half parody, half not parody. Yeah. No, I mean the having the movie be a movie. Oh, movie within a movie within. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that went to such ridiculous extremes to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Scream is very it, good, it got ridiculous so with the human centipede, but it's just bad. Like, you know, the doctor in the first movie who's like very well, uh, like very well mannered and everything like that, and is uh just kind of almost like the basis of like why the movie's horrifying i guess you can say in the third movie he plays uh a prison warden who screams way too much all right maggots (laughs) who wants to have their ass on a mouth (laughs) not even that just like you fucks you won't get me out of this prison you fucks (laughs) like that kind of yelling oh you're not in control i'm in control yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, also, Mexican Otaku says, while we're on the topic of family-friendly movies, Green Inferno is great. Have not seen it. Is that the sequel to Green Lantern? Yeah. Sure. You should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Has Ryan Reynolds, makes a lot of jokes dealing with the first one. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so... so it's, a, it's a thing. So self-referential. <laughs> Way ahead of its time. No, it's a homage to Cannibal Holocaust, but, like, not a good way. Like, it doesn't respect what Cannibal Holocaust was. It's literally just a dude jerking off in the corner while people eat people. Literally, and then there's another girl in the corner with diarrhea. It's a fucking garbage movie. Uh, it's garbage. That just huh. Makes me want to puke. 
Yeah, it's gross. It's yeah, it's very gross. So okay, here's All the right. first thing we're gonna do before we get to talking about things. We're gonna play some movie trivia. Apparently, yep. Uh, we got physical cards actually. Physical cards. Uh, I I got this thing at work. It was ridiculously cheap. I got it for three dollars. It's literally just a bunch of cards with movie trivia on them. Me and with free popcorn. It didn't. I wish it did. <laughs> um. Yeah. Woo. Markdown. Uh. I mean, that's the best thing about. Uh, Kroger is you go to the thing and there's like bread for 50 cents because it's about to expire <laughs> and it's halfway green but you're like I need penicillin anyway <laughs> for bread? sure yeah it's moldy probably eventually <laughs> Um, so I handed you guys a couple of sheets uh, I just handed you those not for the rules we're just going to do a uh, basic point tally system okay we each have three cards I put some other cards here to the side in case there is some sort of tie in case you and Robbie tie you might get some right. Um, you never know. There are four subjects on these. It is comedy, action or adventure, drama, and sci-fi, I think, is the last one. Yeah, it's Very comedy good. slash cartoon, action slash adventure, drama slash musical, and horror slash sci-fi. It's a very vague. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to do it clockwise. I'll ask Robbie a question. Robbie will ask you a question. You'll ask me a question. We'll decide which genre it is. You can't say you. We're, we're recording for people on the... What? We're recording. There's there's people. What, what about people? <laughs> oh, E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All, <laughs> me, Dry, will ask Robbie a question. Robbie will ask E questions. And E will ask me questions. Yeah, there we go. That's better. That's better. Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm going to start it off, Robbie. Okay. Which genre of question would you like? I'll go with horror. Since we were just talking about horror movies, it's not on here. Oh, yeah, it is. Sci-fi? What? Where is it? It's horror slash sci-fi. It's the. It's oh, the, the last one? Yeah. It's, oh, okay. It's cool. The zappy. Yeah, the zappy. It's zappy. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna do my best uh, announcer, a uh, quiz show question guy. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> let me wait. Let me get a. Where's my alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's jerking off in the corner on the board. <laughs> Green Inferno. All right, had to get a drink of alcohol, dry my throat out a little bit. So you can get your announcer voice up. Yeah, uh, put that filter on that I had earlier that we're fucking with people with. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bad idea if we did, because I think we lost one of our viewers. Yeah, probably, I think so. Um, all right. <clears throat> the pod people take over San Francisco in what 1978 sci-fi horror film? Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Ding, 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 ding. Woo! Robbie got one right. Really like that movie, actually. Nice. All right, Robbie has one point. Nice. All right, Robbie. Now you ask E. Okay. Uh, give me teeth. <laughs> uh, green or chai? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Pick your genre: comedy, action. Te yeah, teeth, comedy. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what you meant by. <laughs> I heard T, <laughs> like the letter T. Uh, Meet the Fockers and Little Fockers. Fuck. Are sequels to what film? Big Fockers. <laughs> Sorry, but no, it's, it's Meet the Parents. Fuck. Big Fockers. Big Fockers. Uh, you know, actually, I commend you. At, I could. It's reasonable yeah. to assume that. I will give you half a point for trying. <laughs> All right. Joe Raya. I'll take action. Okay. Exobiologist Dr. Grace Augenstein dies at the foot of the Tree of Souls in what movie? No idea. Avatar. 
Fucking, how are you supposed to remember the names of people in the movie? This is rigged. I give up. All right. <laughs> you did give up. Woo, I'm winning. Yeah, Robbie is now in the lead with a point. All right, Robbie. Okay. What do you want? Uh, I think I'll go with comedy this time. Teeth. Got it. Yeah. The line, time to rocket from the Delta to the DMZ, is from which film? I have no fucking idea, so I am just going to say don't be a menace. <laughs> um, the answer is actually Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, yeah, I've never seen that movie. Yeah, yeah. All I know about that is Robin Williams saying Good Morning Vietnam. Yep, that's what everybody knows about that movie. <laughs> All right. Okay. E. Hi. Uh, give me teeth, map, teeth, mask, yeah. or gun. <laughs> give me teeth again. Okay. Oh, you probably won't notice it either. Fuck. <laughs> what film is based on the real-life courtship between Pakistan-born comedian Kum- or Kumal and a grad student, Emily? Oh, I know this Harold one. and Kumal. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's a movie called The Big Sick. Fuck nope. I've known know both that. of these questions. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jariah. You know what this... Uh, I gotta tell you this just because it's on the thing. Uh, you know what action was? What? What city does Clark Kent work as a reporter? Oh, fucking Metropolis. That's a cartoon! <laughs> what the that fuck? was an action. <laughs> well, it's technically action-y. Yeah. Uh, this is why these, these topics... <laughs> Listen, it was $3. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll take teeth. Ooh, it's a tricky one. Who runs for class president in Napoleon Dynamite? Pedro. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got a point! Yeah! All right. Me and Dry are tied now. Yeah. Oh shit! I also look at all look at all the questions on that one. On this one? Yeah. Are they like super easy? Yeah. What Tom Cruise character is based on novels by Lee Child? I wouldn't have gotten. I that mean one. that one now, but in 2012 version of Lady Miserable, who plays Jean Valjean? I wouldn't have gotten that one. Oh really? Yeah, because oh. I just don't know that character's name. Fair enough. I didn't know any of their names. I thought that movie was bad. Or Jean Valjean actually is the name. Uh, who issues a bounty on Han Solo in Star Wars? Okay, that one was going to be easy. Yeah. Uh, which is also, by the way, uh, we started our Star Wars watching today. So. Yeah. Which, uh, the other one, like for sci-fi on mine, was what ice planet does the Empire Strike Back begin on? Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> no, old. that's no, that's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> what genre do you want, Robbie? <laughs> I think we'll go action adventure this time. All right, I should switch cards. Um, action adventure. That's the card one. Looking right one. Map. Is yeah, a map? map? Okay, the second one. I don't know this one. Brian De Palma directed Scarface. What director wrote it? Fuck. I actually like Scarface too. I have no idea. Uh if it's a director, um, um, fuck. What's his name? Um Ridley Scott. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Oliver Stone. Fuck. Yeah, I would have not known that. So Dry could win this one then. I could win. I could. E could win too. Yeah. We oh, could have man. a three-way draw if E gets this. I literally can't win. I can just tie. You have half a point. No, I don't. Yeah, what? I gave you, you half a point for the first. Yeah, one. He got, you, have, this you got point. half a point for big fuckers. <laughs> what do you mean half a point? That's what I mean. That you got half a point. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All right. Counting on what he gets, he make he actually might get a point on I mean, this one. I'm, I'm going teeth again. You're I going teeth? That's my best category. None of them have been cartoon yet, but... <laughs> so you go going teeth. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Final answer? 
Do you want to phone a friend? No, read it. <laughs> in Monsters Incorporated, what powers Metatrop or Monstertropolis? Oh, well, okay. There's technically two answers, but screams. Yep. Yeah. The screams Ooh. of human children. Okay, E might win this, yep. which would be hilarious. Because apparently, yeah. we have half points. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, look at the other one that you would have gotten on there. Uh. Da, da, da. What macabre game is featured in the Deer Hunter? What? What macabre game is are uh, featured in the Deer Hunter? <laughs> he could. It was a fifty-fifty on whether he was going to get that right or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mexican otaku otako. Sorry, says I just chugged. I just Red chugged Bull. a Red Bull. Heart palpitations and sleep are are close. I still just I saw a person at birthday thirty of all that. Just this game is fucked up. Yeah, this one is fucked up. <laughs> um, right. And Mexican Otaku's heart goes brrrr. <laughs> Mexican Otaku goes brrrr. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta roll the R. Brrr. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go drama. I'm taking my chances. Okay. What Ben Affleck film sees CIA agents rescue six American diplomats during the Iran crisis? Fargo. Argo. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He wins. That should be half a point. <laughs> I'll give you four fifths of a point. Damn it, I still lose. No, that would. Oh wait, yeah, four fifths is more than half. Yeah, I know numbers. You lose half a point for not knowing it math. <laughs> All so right, it's tied. He wins. I apparently fuck. <laughs> you should have chose sci-fi. It was the Star Wars question, wasn't it? No. What is the subtitle of Terminator Two? Independence Day. Judgment Day. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know the subtitle for that. <laughs> Well, it's Judgment Day. Day. What the fuck? All right. <laughs> apparently, I win. E wins first trivia night. Good. I'm technically, because apparently, Big Fockers counts, even though that's not right in the slightest. Oh, well, okay. Then we all have one point. One yeah. more round, then. Yeah, that seems fair. All right. All of us pick a card at random. Or Dry gives us a card at I random. I just give you a random card. Here, uh... Someone in chat, give us the give us the category. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, that'll be better. Somebody in chat, give us... The... Man, interactivity... E... Good job. You're on fire. It's, like, it's like I watch a lot of Twitch streams. Yeah, it's like... like it's a live show and we're supposed to interact with people. <laughs> we'll do the first one we see. Horror it is? Horror on both of those. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I guess. Uh, All right, who's reading so, it off first, I guess? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Sure. All right. Horror is next. Who plays the artificial life form in Alien? Fuck. <laughs> Oh, shit. Alien? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Aliens is actually easier. <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. Shit. I think it's because both me and Dry have seen Aliens more than once. I think I've like seen parts of the first okay. Alien. All right. Five, four, three. I don't got it. Two, I don't got it. One. Tell. Ian Holm. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Dry is out. All right. All right. New subject. Chat will figure yeah, out. Yeah, give us another yeah. subject. Yeah. Uh, if you forget, it's comedy, action, drama, and horror. I'm just reading the first ones because yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> horror. Yeah, Sam, Sam says, says horror. horror. Again. All right. Mexican Otaku says comedy. Actually, Sam got the first one in on last one, so we'll do Mexican first Otaku. First episode says drama. Sure. Okay, so we'll, we'll do, do comedy. Comedy and then drama. That yeah. Seems fair. Okay. I'll read a uh, comedy, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what this means. Uh, Robbie. <laughs> Buster Keaton stars in what highly acclaimed silent comedy? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. 
you're looking at the card and you have no fucking idea. That 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 doesn't make it any better. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Um. Uh, Should have gone with horror. Five. <laughs> you would have known four, this one. Three, two. A silent one. voice. No. <laughs> What was the answer, Jariah? The general? Yeah, I oh, would not you, have known that. You idiot. Of... <laughs> if we would have gone with horror, you legit would have had it. What was horror? Which Dario Argento film centers around a dance school that is actually a coven? <laughs> yeah, Suspiria. Yeah, you would have gotten that uh, one. All right, so I get drama. Okay. Yeah, E gets drama. <sighs> Nobody's gotten points yet? No. Okay. We might do another round. <laughs> yep. <laughs> This is going to be frustrating to, dr- to dry up, probably. <laughs> Who directed Dances with Wolves? Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to know who this is when you say it. Kevin Costner. Nope. No. You know what this uh, funny thing is? Uh, if it would have been Sam and it would have been all horror, uh, E's question would have been In The Shining, what is the name of Danny's psychic power? <laughs> <laughs> Some of these are just fucking gimme. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Uh, got, give us three. Each of you give us another. Uh... Another because we category. have to have a winner. We gotta have a yeah, winner. We can't end the, the three-way tie again. Drama. Pornography. Pornography is not That's on a, here. No. <laughs> pornography. We got pornography twice. <laughs> All right. Well, let me Google some pornog- pornography stuff. I was about to court pornog. <laughs> definitely not. You can definitely not a thing. Go into the deep web right, and find some pornogs. Right, drama, horror. <laughs> Waiting for the last one here. Yep. It better not be pornography. If it's pornography again, you're banned. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so Peter North. No, I'm kidding. What? Robbie actually has Pete pornography <laughs> trivia? I, that's just a porn actor. Who played the lemon stealing whore in Lemon Stealing Whore? <laughs> um Alright, so we have drama, horror, and comedy. Comedy. We're gonna do comedy. All We're gonna right. switch it up on this one. Okay. E asks Robbie, Robbie asks me, I ask E. All okay. Alright, so I guess drama. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this word. Is it silent? Which one? Uh, oh, wait, am I... For a drama? Yeah, drama. The masks? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ben-Hur? Okay. Ben-Hur Fuck. won 11 Oscars in 1960. What movie matched this record in 1998? Titanic? Yep. What? The only reason I know that is because that's when Titanic first came out, and basically, I know it won a lot of awards. Of course, you would just know that. Well, basically, <laughs> this question was what was the Oscar winner in, in 1998? Yeah. yeah. All right. So... And the, that was the first movie that came to mind in 1998 that won Oscars. All right. So horror is next. Yeah. So yeah, horror. I guess um, you asked. Yeah, I guess right. I asked Ryan now. So that we might have another so time. I, yeah, I don't movie. think so. Counting what the horror is. 
I don't know. I know. I don't know. I don't know why this is horror. Um, <laughs> what was the name of the jigsaw man in in Saws? I actually wouldn't know that. What was the hair made of from the doll for Jigsaw? No, I'm kidding. Um, you'll probably get this. Uh, in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, what are Owen and Claire's rescuing, uh, rescuing dinosaurs from? What are they rescuing it from? Yeah, what are they rescuing uh, dinosaurs from? There's like four parts. Uh, at the beginning, I guess there's like a volcano eruption? Yep. All right. There's another thing they rescue volcanoes from later, though. <laughs> they rescue volcanoes like four times in that movie. Or not volcanoes. They rescue dinosaurs, not volcanoes. Yeah, the volcanoes <laughs> All right. Uh, comedy slash cartoon for me, then. Oh, man. God, all of these are fucking easy. <laughs> uh, not mine, apparently. All I right. don't know this at all. Who wrote and starred in the 1999 film Bowfinger? Bo Jackson. Steve Martin. I don't know who that is. All right, so we still have a tie. So I'll read both of you. I'll read both of you one, and whoever gets it first gets. I it. feel like Dry. Like okay, let me read off the other three that were on mine, and okay. Dry will probably get all three of these. Is a funny thing. What is a character that is a hybrid piece of or cutlery introduced in Toy Story Four? Um, Porky. Yep. What is a city in the setting of the climactic battle of Marvel's The Avenger? New York. Yep. <laughs> what musical won Best Picture awards in two thousand three? 2003 yes what picture won best musical mm-hmm. uh, sounds of the wind what was out in 2003 i don't even know that one actually oh chicago oh i've never i've not seen chicago oh all right yeah hmm. all right but yeah that one was mostly a gimme all right uh there's one that you both should know so i'm going to ask it whoever gets it first wins okay in monty python in the holy grail what's the first question you must answer to cross the bridge of death what is your name Robbie Damn, Robbie, Robbie wins. He's the winner. He knows movie. What <laughs> is your name? Yeah. What is your quest? What is your favorite color? Well, Robbie, there you go. There Woo! we go. You know movie more. This was the first of <laughs> I done did an it. undiscernible amount an, of an unknown <laughs> amount of these. <laughs> he googled. <laughs> He's in the room. <laughs> that'd be really impressive. I am staring at my that. phone. If he could Google it that fast, that'd be impressive, quite yeah. frankly. Especially considering I wasn't like typing anything on my phone. <laughs> I wait. I beat three dollars. Woo! What is that? What does, wait, that what does that mean? I don't know. But I beat three dollars. I thought it said, it's an accomplishment. Oh, because it cost three dollars. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you won three dollars. Is that how this works? You get the stay-at-home version of the game. All right, let's look at the sign. There's pornography on there. All right. All right. Well. That was kind of fun. Yeah, let's get back to the regularly. I, I still hate that they combined so many weird categories together, but. Yeah. Yeah, there's some of those, like, there's no way we would have known on top of, like, of course we know that. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is the name of the two characters? Or no, what's the title of the movie? Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> like that's what some of those basically were. That's which what the Shining dumb, was. Like, what is the psychic dumber? power in the Shining? Yeah. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, Mexican. Yeah, what is the creature in the thing? <laughs> uh, Mexican Otako says your prize is another year of quarantine. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. And the home game. <laughs> well, I guess back to my bedroom I go for another year. Just the box. <laughs> 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 that does explain why you know so much pornography trivia. Oh. Fair. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Back to our regularly scheduled. We talk about nonsense. Yep. Instead of just being nonsense. 
That was fun though. That was a good time. <laughs> I I am still at a way big of way bigger disadvantage. Yeah, you have a huge disadvantage here. <laughs> My only like hope is if I actually get cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Which you did. <laughs> I did one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mexican Otaku says, "Good vibes all around." Um, person at and person at 30. birthday number thirty says, "When did it stop?" In reference to quarantine. Good question. Good question. And now I'm sad. On who, yeah, counts on who you ask and where you are. It's yeah, kind of, it's like Jumanji. Whenever we stop playing the game, the quarantine actually stops. But you know, it's just so fun a game. I don't think that's how Jumanji works. <laughs> I think you're trapped in Jumanji it's until reversed. you beat Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah, we can't beat the game though. Who do we have to kill to get out of quarantine? Uh, let's see. Texans. Patrick Swayze. He's, we can probably get to Patrick Swayze, actually. Uh, he's just drunk on a curb somewhere, I bet. I think he's dead already. We did it! <laughs> we won! <laughs> yeah, I think Patrick Swayze died in, like, 2015, I think? Oh, uh, that's kind of horrible. Something like that. Uh, I, didn't think he, I didn't know he was actually dead. <laughs> also, why not William Shatner? What? Chat. Yeah, I mean... I don't think I could take him in a fight. If we have to sacrifice... William Shatner? Yeah. He's, like, 80 or 90 or older than you. That's not hard to be older than me. It's not hard to be older than you, actually. You're very young. All right. 2009 is when he died. Okay. Well, that's like I think that's like past the point where it could have been feasible for where it had been been bad taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You right. just didn't know. All right. Um. But yeah. Uh. Regular scheduled. What did we do? Yeah. E. What have I, you been up to? All right. Um. I said last time I was on that I was playing Meat Boy. I'm still playing Meat Boy. I got stuck on one level for probably five hours. Fuck. It was one of the warp zones, which I have said have lives. And basically, that's why I was stuck on it for five hours. Great. Um, It was one of those where you just have to do really specific jumps. And the you last... only have three tries. Yes. And the last level is completely a cakewalk until you get the end where it's like this gauntlet of spikes everywhere. And you have to make a very specific jump to not get hit. Huh. And you only get to try that after you beat the first two levels Ugh. and get there. That's that sounds rough. awful. It yeah, was, it's pretty it rough. It was awful. I hated it. I only, like, the only thing that kept me sane is I was ranting to one of the discords, like, about this level. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely terrible and generally, I think, just bad design. Cool. So. 10 out of 10, then. I mean, the game's still great, but, like, some of these levels combined with the just the age of the game not having a lot of the stuff that helps platformers nowadays. But, you know, I if I hated the game, I wouldn't have done it. So so how... Do you know how close you are to beating it? Uh, I am on Chapter 6, Dark World, and there's seven chapters with i think the eight's a bonus chapter okay i may or may not do it so i'm fairly close depending on if i get another bullshit level <laughs> <laughs> cool um i'm gonna talk about something i've been watching real quick i don't okay. have much this week i'm 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 cut off already <laughs> we're gonna skip around we're gonna we'll get there I, if we're gonna skip around there's one thing i was gonna say about the whole william shatner thing it's about, about pushing about yeah. pushing him down and murdering him <laughs> not quite that uh i was gonna say the very first time i ever went to comic-con whenever i was living in utah uh william shatner was there and that's when i found out he's kind of a shitty person because like 
he was there and he was the most expensive person to like go and get autographs from because of course he's william shatner uh-huh. um apparently he got pissy that people were asking him for autographs and left he's supposed to be there all three days and he left like maybe three or four hours into the first day what do you mean i have to be here the place where i said i was gonna be where they paid me to be and sign things where they pay me to sign them yeah i'm out apparently he was just pissed off that he had to deal with fans of course yeah and so he left and they ended up getting Patrick Stewart to replace him. Good so, call. Yeah, I was going to say, upgrades, people. Upgrades. <laughs> That's my story. All right. Um, speaking of William Shatner, WandaVision. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I know who William Shatner is. You probably don't. He was Captain Kirk in Star Trek. I haven't old, seen old any. Star Trek. I haven't even seen any Star Trek anyways. So yeah, you wouldn't probably know. Probably not. Yeah. Yay. Oh. Mexican Otaco says, I'll push William Shatner off the Empire State Building for free. Well, the trick is you have to find him. <laughs> and get him to the Empire State Building, because apparently, even if you pay him to be somewhere, he still won't be. Yeah. So... He'll still, and if he can't get in there, he will complain and leave early. Yeah. Just pay him to not be there, and he'll be so <laughs> mad that he'll go there. How dare they not want me? <laughs> uh, WandaVision. It ended this week. Yay. Last episode of it. Um... Okay, so here's the thing. I think this episode was genuinely fantastic. That's interesting. Of the nine episodes, there's three I liked. 33%. If every episode was like this episode, I could genuinely come on here and be like, huge recommendation. Definitely go watch it. However, you did complain about it for the past seven weeks. Yeah, like this is a climax episode. So it's big, giant action. They're finally paying everything off. That's great. And they're leading into the bigger stories, which is also great. But it took so much uninteresting bullshit to get there. Like, so much of, like, let's say an hour and a half of good stuff. The rest isn't. Of that an hour and a half show. of good stuff with nine hours of bullshit. Yeah. And so, like, they finally pay it off. They have a bunch of references to Blade Runner, actually, which was fun. Huh. Uh, because Vision and him not knowing if he's, like, real or not. So that's kind of cool. Um, but I can't recommend this show, unfortunately. Yeah. It is one of those things to where, like, legitimately a Wikipedia article that will take you five minutes to read is going to be just as useful to you as if you had sat through this, what, four hours of stuff? That's fair. I mean, and also to be fair, like, I think part of the reason why you're being a little bit vague on it is because you know that me and Jell are watching it. And we're on episode five right now. Yeah. And so far I can say it, it's pretty okay. Uh, we just got done with like the Malcolm in the Middle episode. I actually rather enjoyed that episode. I think that's one of the more fun ones. Yeah. Um, But like stuff that they end up doing with characters that they introduce and how they lead, leave them off is a little disappointing. Like I wanted more. Okay. Is, is kind of my problem. I, the whole time I just wanted more and more. When really this th seems like a thing to explain why Wanda has a new outfit now. <laughs> Is it her old outfit? Yeah. Yeah. The, that's one thing that I realized <laughs> with like the, I, I had to explain that to gel with like the Malcolm in the Middle episode because it's Halloween. Yeah. And they're all wearing like these really shitty costumes. Like, oh yeah, those are their costumes in the original comics. Yeah. And like, that's fun. Like there's yeah. a bunch of fun stuff in that Halloween episode, honestly. Which is weird to have a Halloween episode, but sitcom parody thing, so they got to do it. Hooray! Um, but yeah, like it, it legitimately does seem like, well, if she's gonna be in Doctor Strange too, 
We need to explain how she got to Doctor Strange too. Huh. Yeah. She just Doctor Strange just comes on like, hey Wanda. But she's then, like, just in the old costume, like, yo, that'd be great. <laughs> but like, also, they retcon a bunch of stuff that they start setting up in this one, which is really frustrating. Like, as a fan, it's really frustrating not to see that paid off, but instead pushed under the rug is like not a thing. So, a lot of disappointing things. Ultimately, though, if this was like a bottle thing, if this was just the one forty-five minute thing, I would recommend it. But it isn't. Now, my question is, do you think I'd get anything out of it with me not even caring that much about Marvel? No, right. unless you super, super care about sitcoms. Uh, only Here's... Family Matters and Malcolm in the Middle. Then no! <laughs> Here's my question, then. Uh-huh. Do you think they're going to do with her on Doctor Strange 2 that they did to the Captain Marvel in Endgame? No, I think she'll play a big... I think she okay. actually is going to be playing a big part in the next phase of the MCU. Okay. I think that's maybe the thing that ma- will make this matter, is how much this will matter for the rest of the story mm-hmm. for the, all of it. I mean, I without still... spoiling it that's right. kind of all i can right. say okay i still don't know if i think it's the best decision to do marvel's thing where you have to watch literally everything to know anything that's happening yeah but they'll have the big team up movies eventually again and then they'll be like uh, here's all the people guys and nobody will care because like just looking at Endgame and infinity wars box office and then looking at all the other movies box office there's people who just never fucking watch those like yeah. they don't give a shit they read the uh, they read the Wikipedia article. Yeah. I can speak English and uh, <laughs> just watch the Avengers movies. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Which, like, eventually you'll be able to get to a point to be able to do that with this, too. If there's characters you just legitimately don't care about. Like, I think in this one, it's hard to go into it caring about Wanda or Vision because they don't really do much with their characters. They're very, very much side characters through all of them. They've, they never had their own thing, either of them. The no. closest is... Avengers 2. Yeah, but they're both introduced there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, they don't really have their own thing at all. They're introduced in a group movie, and all their stuff is in group movies. Like, they don't have their own thing. So, it's weird. They're Fair. weird characters. Um, I really am super excited for Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to watch it, and you'll be like, E, why did you watch it? You haven't seen Doctor Strange 1. You haven't seen <laughs> WandaVision. I genuinely did love Doctor Strange 1. That's probably still one of my favorite Marvel movies. That's what I hear. So I want to watch it, but I feel like I'll probably be disappointed because it probably will be a Marvel movie. I mean, it's still a Marvel movie, but yeah. it's also just a really good movie. Yeah. We'll so see. it just it depends on what you're wanting out of this. Like, if you're expecting like this big like masterpiece thing, you're not going to get that. It's still a Marvel movie. Um, I'm a mystery in a balance, I guess. He's an enigma. That's what, That's I... what the E stands for. That's... Enigma. <laughs> That's what people tell me. Dry, Dry thought he knew what kind of movies I liked, and then he doesn't anymore. And then each week he questions that. And then each week I'm like, fucking John Wick got a five, so what the <laughs> fuck do I know anymore? Yeah, it got a six. <laughs> Retroactively. Uh, so what have you been up to, Robbie? What have you been watching? Just one thing. <laughs> <laughs> a, a couple things. Like, there's a couple things on YouTube that I've been watching and listening to while I'm at work. Um, Like, I started listening to like some more like warhammer 40k lore which is gets really in depth like i hear yeah like it's crazy how much in depth that actually got to which is another thing that i was talking to e about before we did the live show of um why do i keep on wanting to call it homeworld it's not homeworld underworld not underworld no uh undertale undertale (laughs) how like that has like a weird crazy (laughs) universe to it now right uh it's kind of okay so 
it's not canon except for Deltarune, which is an alternate universe. That's literally the only thing connected. Well, the funny thing about that when it comes to 40k is like it's questionable on what's actually canon and what's not because yeah. canonically there's a lot of stuff that's missing in history for that. Yes, Brothers of Envy with a heavy flamer. <laughs> Those who say otherwise is heresy. <laughs> but <laughs> every but yeah, time like, that I look at gets... the screen to look at chat, E keeps covering up that Mexican Otaku said it deserved a four when talking about John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> and person at birth or person at birth of thirties saying pornography. No, well, that's just I think that was supposed to be in relation to it deserving a four? No, what I watch, but that's very opposite of anything I ever want to look at. Yeah. But yeah, that got really weird and interesting for me. Um, Another thing that I was talking about with Dry beforehand is like I started also getting into listening to like uh, iceberg explanations to where like, you know, they go deeper and deeper into the lore of it. It's like there's a surface of like what everybody knows Mm -hmm. where people, most people know about something and then like you go deeper down into the iceberg and it's like more obscure things for it. Yeah, it's like the part Um, that hit the Titanic, the part that hit the bottom of the Titanic, like it goes deeper and deeper. It's actually just lore about the iceberg that the Titanic hit. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but that's um, why you knew that was so much about Titanic when that one in nineteen ninety eight. Ah, you got that's me. that's the ice it's just one iceberg and then that's the bottom it says Titanic came out in nineteen ninety eight. At the bottom of that iceberg you find out that Jack was actually the commander of that iceberg all along. <laughs> um there's one that I listened to recently, which like um because whenever I was like in my late teens, early twenties, me and uh uh our our friend Rocky uh, decided to go on like this whole thing of like looking up the most disturbing movies ever made. And we watched like the entire top 10 list of it. And then like recently I uh, I listened to like an iceberg explanation of like going deeper, deeper down of some of the most disturbing movies ever made. And the movies that were on that top 10 list are like ranked four out of eight for that, which is insane to me. Like at the surface of the iceberg, you know, there's like, you know, Nightmare on Elm street and Friday 13th and blah, 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 blah. And like two on that list would be, some of the more disturbing movies. I can't think of like what was Silo. on two. I think Silo was two, R2 on that, actually. What's the bottom is the, the real question. I feel like so, yeah. it's just snuff, snuff yeah, like, films at that point. So, like, and he even like had to straight up say at the bottom of that list for eight, which apparently he was really mad that he had to do research on some of these movies. But, but like he had to get some people who like are, are constantly on the dark web. And like finding crazy stuff on the dark web to like help him do the research because he wasn't going to watch these movies. And apparently a lot of the stuff that's like on level eight of that tier is stuff that if you have a copy of it, you could potentially go to jail for having snuff film and child pornography. So that's not in my here's my thing. That's not iceberg thing. That's not a film anymore. That's literally illegal. Yeah. And that's what he said is like at eight, you're like literally just talking about illegal films at that point. So, like, that's not even, like, an iceberg thing. That's just, like, hey, we're going to talk about the iceberg of crimes. At the bottom is rape and murder. So, like, it's not, you're just saying things that you shouldn't do at that point. Pretty much. But, I yeah, think, it, it goes from, the like. the topic of that one is why it kind of doesn't. But the reason why well. it even makes it on the, the list of that of, like, being at the eight is because it's technically something that's on film. So, it's technically film. There's a lot of things on the film. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is, like, like the. films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not film, though. It's not, like, a film. But technically, when it comes to stuff like that's a film, like five and six is where it basically draws a line. When you get to like seven and eight, that's when it gets to stuff that is pretty much just illegal. Okay, so here's my next question. Okay. What was the most bottom part of the iceberg that was actually a film? 
that was actually a film, probably a thing that you can watch or buy or watch somewhere, and a not critic, go to jail and yeah. not go to jail for it. Uh, there's technically the pornography version of that. <laughs> so just porn uh, then? Yeah, like, it, it, on that <laughs> like, on that tier list, I think like number six was like extreme pornography, basically stuff that has to do with like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is the step above porn that you can watch? <laughs> uh, a film, a thing that you can enjoy and criticize for its merit in storytelling. Not uh, pornography, not illegal activity, not snuff. <laughs> uh, probably like, I want to say like around level five, because that's whenever it gets to the Mondo films, which Mondo films is stuff like Faces of Death and Abandoned America and stuff like that, wherever they've like, it's kind of almost documentary documentary style films of like stuff that actually happened where like they found okay. banned footage of like kind of like whenever there are like mondo films of like stuff like that are one that's called banned on tv so like when they're doing like when they're doing like episodes of cops and like something bad actually does happen and they catch on film someone actually getting shot okay so this answers my question level four then <laughs> a thing that is actually a film with a script and a story and a set and a cast yeah that would be stuff like um uh, August, like the August Underground series. Okay, well. that was my so four. <laughs> yeah. So the ice half the iceberg doesn't even exist then. <laughs> I mean, if you want to look at it that way, I mean, I'm. I know you don't like look at icebergs, but that's not that crazy for icebergs because, like, sometimes when you get to like seven and eight, it is just urban legends. Yeah, like that's not a that doesn't count. It doesn't. That's I think this way specifically. Well, when it comes like, to like the defines, iceberg, what yeah. defines a film? Is yeah, and it does kind of jump into that of like what actually defines a film. But anything past four doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess you could argue some of that would be kind of like a documentary. With the stuff you can't, that got, but like, like Faces of Death isn't even documentary. It's literally just, hey, here's some camera footage. We happen to see somebody get shot in the face. Like, it's not even, there's not like a tale that they're weaving with all of this. There's not like a specific agenda. No, it's like Faces of Death is literally here's a bunch of footage of some people dying. Added in with the Doctor of Death. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't four so, four like <laughs> ten tentative five. But yeah, like, for sure, just is porn after that, and then yeah. just gross after yeah. that. Well, porn's pretty gross, but and like with like the porn that's on that list, it's pretty disgusting porn. Without me getting into any further detail, way way worse than just tentacles. Yes, presumably. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, uh, Sam, Sam is saying yeah, martyrs. Uh, they did talk about that film, Martyrs. I think Martyrs was like five or six on there. I, I want to see Martyrs. Why? Uh, it seems disturbing, and I want to fuck with myself. Yeah. That's literally it. That's what, no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> six, six was like Faces of Death in Mondo films. Five was like considered to be like the extreme snuff style stuff. So like, what goes beyond films like um the August Underground series and simulated snuff, the more like extreme chap Japanese gore kind of films. Fake snuff, yeah, is five then. Well, like. Uh yeah, well like more extreme, I guess you can say, like kind of like the Japanese gore films, if okay. you will. Like um Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein, if you will. That okay. Just, that sounds like a porn. Vampire yeah, it does sound like a porn. <laughs> it, I don't know if it is, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I will say I've seen the first five minutes of that film and I was like, Yep, can't watch it. Cause like it, it's not that it was like too disturbing, it was just weird. Cause like it starts off with like this creature attacking this vampire girl and it uh, she's naked so that was nope, weird they're clothed. Uh, what it, it was like oh, excess amount of blood for the sake of having excess amount of bloods while like this three headed creature attacks her and she cuts off one of the heads 
and one of the heads bites on another another one of the heads and like it starts peeling the skin off of it as it's going around it's super fake and it's super dumb but like they just had to try to get as much blood and gore as possible in there right and at the very end of it they're just three skulls that are stacked on top of each other after i saw that i was like yep it's too dumb i can't watch it and then sam is saying in chat here that they didn't have crazy lips on that list and that movie is fucked so like here's the thing i feel like this is extremely subjective about like what disturbs you as a person and Probably. what you consider to be a film. <laughs> it uh, is. You're really going on about that. Aren't it's, yeah. It bothers me a lot. <laughs> this bothers you about as much as the Jew harp conversation. I don't like the name of that <laughs> instrument. It's not good. It's a bad. Cancel Jew harp. <laughs> but yeah, on a less disturbing note though, uh, I did actually watch some films just because like I kind of got somewhat curious about it since I currently have a prime membership and it's on prime there's a lot of real dumb movies on prime it's a lot of real dumb movies on prime okay. yeah uh one of them i started watching was a kickstarter movie uh-huh uh it was called mythica which i guess they actually raised a hundred thousand dollars for it and they made five films off this hundred thousand dollars okay no they did not raise five that that's not enough for a film they, yeah they five just, they just bought one camera with it that's that possibly you're doing like Gorilla filmmaking, not pounding your chest. E, if you're doing like gorilla filmmaking, like not getting permission to film places, not getting like that kind of stuff, a hundred thousand is still stretching it. Uh, a lot of stuff they did is like out in the Utah wilderness. <laughs> okay, also, but um, taxes and taxes. Yeah, so they didn't have a hundred thousand. Yeah, I think after taxes, 000. I think after taxes, they had like ninety five thousand dollars or something. So but, they made five movies with like $15,000 each. Something like that. Uh, I will say the quality of them kind of feels like a made-for-TV movie. Okay. But <laughs> it, it, and it doesn't help that they're like low-budget fantasy films. Like the, um, the plot of it basically is it starts off with a slave girl who happens to be friends with a, with a mage. Pornography. And, and the mage is teaching her magic. Not pornography magic, just magic. <laughs> just normal magic. Yeah. Uh, these are PG-13 rated movies. Kind of <laughs> God damn it. Whole new um, white wizard. <laughs> God damn it. Real gross. My bad. Uh, this is going to be a theme for tonight's episode. Um, yeah, uh, this slave girl who's friends with this mage, and she's trying to learn magic through him, and eventually, like, her slave handler uh, tries, like, starts beating her. Or, well, actually, first what happens is, like, this pimp tries buying her. To like make her part of his brothel. Okay. And uh -huh. she gets saved by this knight, and the knight ends up going to jail because he killed one of the pimp's guards. And then uh -huh. she tries to go back to uh her handler, who like I guess she was out to go like buy buy some food, and the pimp stole the money. Or no, it wasn't even the pimp, it was someone else who stole the money. <laughs> money gets stolen from her, she goes back to her handler, and uh he starts like beating her out in the middle of the street, and she ends up just out of nowhere sucking the life force out of him. Not pornography wise. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, this really sounds like they meant to make pornography. No. <laughs> but to like, be fair, low budget does kind of have that yeah, kind like, of effect. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, uh, sadly enough, I'm actually getting to like what the meat and potatoes is of it. This is the beginning of it. But like, she basically like kind of turns like almost a zombie like and like sucks the life force out of him and basically kills him in the middle of the street. And so she has, she's now a runaway slave who killed her handler. Uh, goes to a bar wherever somebody says that they need their help. Uh, her sister was kidnapped, and she'll pay a hundred, a one hundred silver to anyone who could uh, get her sister back for her. And so she ends up finding the guy who originally stole her money, and the uh, and the guy who saved her beforehand, and is now in prison for killing a bodyguard. Uh, to basically be an adventuring party with her, so she can uh, 
basically not be a slave and start learning magic and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Did someone make a movie of their D&D campaign? It's kind of what it feels like. I'll be it's honest with you. Sounding that way, E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but without getting into more meat and potatoes of it, because like, that's pretty much how the first movie starts out, uh, eventually find out that for some reason she's a necromancer, but she never knew, which is why she can steal fe- people's life force. And I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm gonna say, Robbie, um, this sounds like a YouTube movie. Kind of. Which is to say, <laughs> quality a little bit suspect. It's not the highest quality. Like I said, it feels like a made-for-TV movie, but five of them. It's 480p. I- I'm like halfway through the third movie at this point. You kept going. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just stop. No. Person at birthday number 30 uh, apparently has seen this movie and says, bad movie. Oh. And person at birth also says, happy birthday. You got a pornography episode. Yay, happy birthday to me. <laughs> Everybody take off your pants. Oh, oh no. I'm not wearing pants. Yeah, I was He's questioning that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, those are what I've been watching besides that normal YouTube stuff. Uh, still working six days a week. Yeah. All right, E. Hi. Which, also speaking of oh, YouTube movies, and I think about it. Did you ever watch that SCP movie I sent you? Uh, yes, I did. What'd you think of it? I thought it was fine. So YouTube movies can be okay. I, I thought it was fine. <laughs> I didn't love it. Okay. I thought it was fine. That's fair. Yeah. I won't argue with you on that. If you watched it in a theater, would you have been mad? Yeah. I would have been like super upset. Why did I spend like $13 for this 30 minute thing? It's not even 30. It's like 25 minutes. Yeah. If it was $2 Tuesdays and you watched it in a theater. Mm, I'd probably be okay with I'd that. I'd get some red vines. I'd, get, I'd probably be okay with it. Yeah. I still wouldn't like love the experience, but I'd be like, I got some red vines and I hung out in the theater for a bit. But I will ask, like, what did you think of that invisibility effect? I feel like they did a good job with that. Right, that's why we were on that. Yeah, that's why we that's how I got you to watch the movie to begin with. Yeah, it was fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving like, on. Nothing to complain about there. Better than Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the highest of bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're really setting it real high nowadays. As long as you can beat Russian Avengers, you're fine. <laughs> Which I will say, I think Mythica beats Russian Avengers. Oh, well, okay. Well, at least it hits a three like, then. Yeah, I was like, it hits at least a three. I will say it's kind of, it's fun in the way it has that fun vibe of a bunch of friends that got a budget to make a movie together. It has okay. that vibe to it, which is why I think I've been continue watching it. And just wrote that, out their D&D campaign. <laughs> I, 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 think I mean, that might be I think how I originally actually found out about it is because Matthew Mercer plays the big bad. There you go. <laughs> yep. Okay. Figure it out. <laughs> so that's how i heard about it i was like you know what i have prime for a while i'll watch it D campaign figure it out yep <laughs> all right e hi you've been doing more stuff yeah um i'll go i i quote unquote watched the thing i wasn't like completely attentive during all of it but i decided to re-watch total drama island because someone decided to upload it on youtube with all the intros and outros taken out yeah uh cool it, it's pretty good still I did, I did have a question about that. Did it feel like a movie or feel like a show still? No, it felt like a show still. Okay. It was eight and a half hours long. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely not a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty good still. Uh, I told Jariah this. Uh, it has a little rocky start. Then it gets pretty good. And then they start running out of ideas. And then it gets pretty good to end it. Which seems fine. Yeah. Like, it's definitely, like especially at the time, it was very good. Yeah, I don't have any real complaints about it. I I thought it was really good. I don't. I'm not gonna watch any of the others. There's like five 
sequel series to like the Total Drama and Drama Restaurant or Total Drama Mall or whatever they did. Kind of, it was Total Drama Action, Total Drama Back to the Island, Total Drama The Redonkulous Race. Oh. Total Drama at the ER. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, like, it was fun for, again, uh, kind of took me back to when I was like 10 years ago romp down memory lane yeah and i was like remember like oh yeah i remember when i was like really into this and i was like it's it's kind of cheesy but you know <laughs> whatever but that's kind of what you want out of that i assume yeah um way more like fart and barf jokes than i remembered it having which i don't <laughs> really enjoy much now well, most common denominator yeah but yeah like the characters are fun well the ones that get to stay on the show so you know <laughs> That's one of the issues with Total Drama Island. You watch the first episode, you're like, okay, this person's going to leave. This person's going to leave. Because, like, there's some characters that just have no personality. Right. <laughs> but, huh. So is that, like, something that in, or I don't know if you even watched the later seasons? I watched two and a half of them, I think. Okay. So, like, did they bring all the people back and then some people came back and stayed? It was some people came back. Uh, the first one, I think, it was all of them back and they added, like, four more people or something. Uh then, like, some were back, and there was, like, half a new cast. Then one was, like, hey, we got an all-new cast, and then they threw a couple of the other people in later <laughs> down the series. Because, again, they just cheat, and it's fine. Right. Like, even in the even in Total Drama Island, there's a point in the season, I think there's, like, eight people left, and they just bring back two of the characters. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, why not? Reality shows, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the fun. Like, it's a hilarious parody of reality shows because like they could just make everything so ridiculous because it's animated too which is the part i like where it's like reality shows are like "Ooh, it's the toughest challenge ever you gotta jump over the crocodile yeah. whereas in that <laughs> one's like hey here's man eating sharks and you gotta carry a steak over your leg <laughs> they'll be very ridiculous with it yeah yeah but yeah it's it was very good overall other than like again they kind of clearly ran out of ideas at a point right and those parts are kind of like uh because like there's like four people left, and then they're all like thrown onto a deserted island. No one gets eliminated that episode, <laughs> and then the next episode they're thrown in the jungle, and it feels like the same episode. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So something like to go back and have fun revisiting, but maybe not something to like go in with huge expectations. Yeah. Okay. Like it was enjoyable the whole thing, but ultimately like. It's a, it's still the same show. Like, if you want to watch it, watch it. If you don't, it's fine. That, that's actually a question I have with your thing, with the Mythica thing. Is it something to go in with low expectations and it be enjoyable, or is it enjoyable at all? I think it's because I walked in with zero, like, low to zero expectations. I expected it to be worse than what it actually was. Okay. Especially considering, like, the girl's, uh, her, uh, her mage friend who, like, helped teaches her magic and everything is played by Kevin Sorbro. I think I said his name weirdly. Guy who played Hercules in the 90s TV show. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's just super low expectations. Like, I'm pretty sure the biggest names is him and Matthew Mercer. Everyone else are very much unknowns. Like, I think it was the only movie series that they ever did. So, like I said, it just kind of has, like, that's that a bunch of friends got together to make a movie because they had a budget to do it. But, cool. like, for being done in, like, 2015 2016 like it has super poor cgi graphics for the fantasy that it is and like poor makeup and everything so but better than guardians yes okay well 
There you go. Yeah, uh, it gets it a six according to my scale. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, also, two things. Person at birthday number 30 says in chat. Uh, first, he says a wrong thing. Uh, Twizzlers <laughs> are better than Red Vines, which is just false. And everybody knows it. And everybody who thinks otherwise is probably Hitler. Um, and then he also says, I'll actually adult and ask, what did, what do you think of Marvel movies 20... 20- 21 lineup and i just had to look it up because i wasn't even sure what they were yeah same i don't here. understand how that's like being an adult i think because he's just not saying pornography over and over oh yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um so yeah I'll, I'll read these out here real quick um it looks like we have black window because i was pushed back to this black year window. black widow <laughs> not window <laughs> um shang chi and the legend of the ten rings Eternals and then Spider Man No Way Home. Uh Spider Verse Two isn't this year, is it? No, that's next year. Okay. Next year for sure. Uh mate, I mean, I don't know what the hell the Sonic and the Ten Rings thing was. <laughs> <laughs> um Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. They're gonna start bringing in more of their kung fu like magic stuff in. Uh yeah, that sounds fine. I might check that out. Maybe I don't know about the Spider Man because, like, I like this Spider Man, but I'm not like in love with the Spider Man because, again, it's kind of getting into too much crossover territory to me. So, actually, that's I know was... this one is supposed to be more like Spider Verse, but I feel like it will just be a worse Spider Verse. <laughs> Maybe it's it's possible. Um, Black Widow, I'm interested in because I think that might just be fun and it'll be the last appearance of. Iron Man supposedly they're supposedly trying to like pay him a ton of money to get him back again though. I heard they had to pay him a ton of money just to be an endgame. They did. They had to pay him all a lot of money. They had to pay him a lot of money and agree that they'll kill his character off. Yep. Um Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings will be fun because just them going full Marvel budget with a Kung Fu movie sounds cool. Fair. Um Eternals will be great. Um I really like the cast of Eternals. Yeah, the cast looked really cool for Eternals, and also I like the idea of, like, getting more into, like, the um, universe-destroying style of power. Yeah, that's what all of Phase 4 is going to be, is introducing yeah. all the universe-destroying stuff. Finally going to get Galactus? Probably. Probably I Galactus so. and the Eternals, and hopefully, like, um... Because they did hint at, um... Fuck, what's his name? <laughs> uh, the Living Tribunal. Yeah. They did hint at that, which I'm excited them to like get into that much because that gets into universe just like not even universe that gets into multiverse destroying shit yeah um and then spider-man i am excited about it because i really like this spider-man he's really good uh and it's gonna get into the multiverse stuff and then i know for a fact that that's going to lead into dr strange um because everything is going to be in dr strange from the sounds of it because they're not going to have an avengers movie in phase four uh, so all of the movies are going to be meetup movies and mashup movies in one way or another, which he really doesn't like. Oh, no, that just <laughs> annoys me. Uh, I like it a lot because it's very comic booky to have all the heroes together all the time now, and it feels like it would be disappointing if they weren't after Endgame. Uh, it just kind of like because then just all the Marvel issues I have are probably just going to get amplified more because now you have multiple marvel characters doing the marvel things in each movie i feel like yeah probably yeah so i yeah. think i'm gonna get frustrated i think because like even 
even like some of the crossovers in the newer Marvel movies before Endgame were starting to get me like, ah. <laughs> um, I think maybe general audiences are going to get real burnt out at this point now because everything's ma- going to be mashup now. Mm-hmm. And I think people are going to get real annoyed with that because not er- there aren't just going to be Captain America's. It's not yeah. going to be just like, hey, here's a Captain America movie. And it's not I'll... like they don't have people to pull from. They can get like Squir- Squirrel Girl into there and they could do all those weird characters. I think they probably will get Squirrel Girl in there at some point. I hope so. She's kind of a fun character. I, I bet they actually do because there's been a lot of big fandom rising up around her a lot lately. I will say, though, when it came to, like, all the origin stories they were doing, I was getting real burnt out on that. Yeah, I think the good thing about Squirrel Girl, though, is she's kind of a stupid character, so she doesn't need a good origin. Yeah, I'm all for getting some stupid characters in there. Um, One thing that I'm not super excited about, actually, is there's talks of who is going to end up being the big cameo character from now on in all the Marvel movies, since Stanley is dead. Um... The rumor is Why that dead not because they're not gonna, uh, which is annoying. Actually, it does annoy me that they're gonna keep doing cameos. Uh, Deadpool is gonna be taking that role, and Deadpool's just gonna have a cameo in every movie, which I think fits Deadpool's character. I guess, but it's annoying that they just feel like they have to have it in there. Right. Well, also, I don't trust them with Deadpool in every movie. <laughs> yeah, me either. Me either. Actually, I think they're gonna like have him do a bad joke. Yeah. Every single time. For sure. Without realizing it's a bad joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on the Disney Plus series side of things for 2021, uh, we have Falcon and Winter Soldier, which will be coming out uh, March 19th, actually, which that's one I'm super excited about. I've been very, very vocal about really looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. After that, in June, it's going to be Loki. And then What If, which is an animated one about like, what if this happened to this character in this movie? What ha- what would happen instead? Did they get the people from how it should have happened to him? That would be really funny, actually. That, <laughs> that would, would be, be funny, good. but it would look terrible. Yeah. Um, um, and then, at some point, they don't have exact dates on these, but Hawkeye and Miss Marvel, sometime 2021. That What If one kind of interests me, but I think it's going to get played out in the third episode. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, I think it'll be fun to be like, what if they? What if Thanos was a good guy though? Because it's gonna be dumb stuff like that. Probably. What if Thanos had the Thanos copter and then he like? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt and they're it. Like we can't reach him up there. I would not doubt it. And it's like, what if they had the Hostess fruit pies this time? <laughs> <laughs> so you need to go and pitch some ideas there, E. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm. I'm hesitantly or tentatively excited. Yeah. I. The television series. I don't watch television series much so i doubt i'll end up watching any of them again (laughs) what if's the only likely one even then i don't log into disney plus right (laughs) yeah uh so probably none of them for me i guess (laughs) with the exception of if i come over and drive like hey e this was actually kind of neat you want to check one out and i'll be like yeah that was fine (laughs) yeah and at the end you'll you'll make no noises through the whole thing now to be honest what do you think yeah it's fine and then we'll eat popcorn, and then you'll leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I got burnt out of Marvel when Ant-Man came out, so. Yeah, I disagree, but I get it. I do get you, it. You disagree? You disagree that I got burnt no, out? No, no, I disagree on, like, getting burnt out then. <laughs> so I think that was, like, a big rejuvenation point for me, was Ant-Man, actually. Uh, most of mine was I was tired of all the origin stories back to back yeah. to back. Yeah. For me, like, 
I was starting to get burned out around that time. I really got burned out with Captain Marvel, though. Captain Marvel was draining. Yeah, because, like, don't get me wrong. Captain Marvel is a fine movie all by itself. But I think it's because, like, I started to realize how formulaic it all was. And, like, I realized what was going to happen before it even happened. And so, like, it just got to the point, like, I just want to watch the Avengers and get this done with. (laughs) Like, that's why Spider-Man has a home what was the first one called homecoming spider-man homecoming yeah that's why that one was kind of breath of fresh air for me because it wasn't entirely an origin story they were like you you fucking know spider-man we're putting you right here yeah yeah Yeah, that was really good actually uh i liked far from home too uh i think it was definitely weaker but i liked it i haven't seen it yet the last movie that i watched was endgame far from home uh it's it's the one directly after that yeah it picks up right away it it kind of feels like the middle yeah it does it does um I don't know. I'm I'm excited. Like I said, this is all leading up to me like really being hyped up for Doctor Strange. What are you gonna do after Doctor Strange though? No, I'll kill myself. I don't know. <laughs> wow, that got dark fast. I'll be thirty one when that comes out. Just gotta live out thirty and then we're done. <laughs> Chug some bleach, who knows? Anyway, back to happy thoughts. Uh <laughs> Space Jam 2! No, not that's not Happy Thoughts! <laughs> Which I guess there's news on that, good. too. Because, like... Oh, Literally apparently the internet is freaking out because the whole Lola Bunny thing. Ah, fuck me. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. Uh, I think they're oppressed because they're fucking not drawing tits on every goddamn woman character. Yeah, that is the most not controversial controversy. Yeah, it's pretty like, dumb. hey... Maybe you just don't need tits on the bunny character. No, the part that gets me is the image that was shared around the most was fan art. That wasn't <laughs> what she looked like in Space Jam. That's great. That's uh, so good. That's so good. It's just dumb. The actual visual style of it looks good. Yes. I like the coloring and stuff like that. I don't think I'll care for the movie much, especially because like I had a general idea of Michael Jordan. I don't know anything about Kobe Bryant. LeBron James? LeBron See? That's how bad it is for yeah. me. I That's how little he knows. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I I will know exactly as much about LeBron as I did about Michael Jordan and still do about Michael Jordan. Real good at basketball. Uh, and then I will watch it when I'm a kid. Well, then I was a kid. I'll watch it. You'll watch it when you're I'll watch it when I'm a kid in the next life. No. Um, I'll watch it and probably be like, That's completely fine. And I don't care. And I'll yeah. never think about it until the internet gets freaked out because Lola Somebody's dick isn't does. bulgy enough or something. I don't know. Uh, That's the internet. Be... Yeah. <laughs> uh, like Space Jam is completely fine. It's the weaker of the live action and cartoon. That's what I hear. Ups. I hear like the one they did right after that was actually really good. Oh yeah, Looney Tunes back in action. That was yeah. pretty good. No one talks about it though. I heard that one's really good. Um, speaking about dumb cancel stuff, Cat in the Hat, not Cat in the Hat, not specifically Doctor no. Seuss. Oh, yeah. Specifically, six Dr. Seuss books. Yes. All are just not being printed. Yes. They're not canceled. You can still get them. They're mm-hmm. just going to not print them anymore. Mm-hmm. For racial, for, ins- how do you phrase Rachel, it? Racial insensitivity? Yes. Yes. Uh, that's that's literally all it is. It's just racially insensitive. Like, they don't want to keep perpetuating those stereotypes. And so they're just going to pull them and not forcefully teach those books to kids. Yep. That's it. That's it. Like, that's all that's happening. It's not a big deal. But everyone has to make a big deal out of it. Mm. Because the internet. Yeah. I mean, what else are people going to get mad at? There's literally nothing wrong with anything else in 
<laughs> it's not like Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace has a ton of racism and nobody talks about it or something. <laughs> not like that's a thing. Yeah. By the way, we watched Phantom Menace today. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> Very racist. Super yeah. racist. It is. Uh, man. Um. So yeah, that's that. Like, damn. There's a bunch of stupid controversies. Lola Bunny. Dr. Seuss, Potato Heads. <laughs> yeah, there's somebody out there who's like, my childhood is ruined. Now it's Potato Head. And my bunny doesn't have tits anymore. And my books are gone. The Potato Head one gets me so much because they're still called Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They just changed the brand. I just think it's actually a really good marketing idea if they just made it one potato. I think Because then they could sell accessories. I, I think the reason they don't want to do that is because they could sell you two potatoes even though you only need one potato. That's true. But, I yeah. mean, to be fair, like the original Mr. Potato was literally just the accessories just to, and you put it on and it was, potato. Yeah, you just put it on potato, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also genius. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, what else have you been doing, E? Uh, the big one, I have been playing Mother 3. Right. Which uh, I have no knowledge about Mother 3. What about you, Robbie? I have very little. Like, I know that it takes place after Earthbound. Yep. Yeah. And that it has like this weird... I don't want to say like a political statement about humanity, but I guess uh, it, I would. It's kind of political, I yeah. guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I know a little bit about it, but not a whole lot. But I know like it gets into like more adult themes than Earthbound yes, did. It is a lot more adult than Earthbound. Okay. Yeah, like I don't know anything about it really. Uh, like I've been playing it. It takes basically all the good things about Earthbound and just makes them better. Ooh, Earthbound is a really good game. Yeah, and. Something you'll like. They do, in fact, still have a system where you don't have to fight battles where you're way stronger than the enemy. Good! That just makes grinding so much easier. Uh, it's slightly different. So how they did it is you have a running system where you hold down the button and then you'll start dashing. If you're stronger than the enemy, you'll just fucking knock them out. <laughs> and you great. don't even go into, like, the spitties thing or anything. They're just knocked out. Sweet. The trade-off is you don't get the experience for it, but they're so much weaker than you, it's not, not worth even worth it. I mean, it's kind of like old Final Fantasy games and stuff. Like, when you fought enemies that were weaker than you, you technically got experience, but it wasn't worth it. Yeah. So, like, that's honestly a really cool system. And I might want to steal it oh. <laughs> for a video game one day. Because, like, it's such a good trade. Because, like, if you're it's running. It's a pretty good idea. If you're running through the entire area, anyways, you're probably already at a point you don't need to fight. Right, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that is really cool. Uh, Lucas is honestly. He's the main character. He's honestly a really interesting kind of character. That was one thing that I was always confused about because everyone was like, Lucas from Earthbound. But, like,. I didn't know who Lucas was for, like, Smash Bros. and whatnot. Yeah, because he's from Mother 3. Yeah, so, like, it was always real confusing that he was even in it. I I mean, it's a Japanese company. Who? (laughs) Nintendo? (laughs) What's that again? It's a thing. Okay. (laughs) You just kicked me. (laughs) Yeah, uh, he's a... Because they actually let you... They let the characters kind of talk a bit sometimes. Like, just have a conversation between themselves? Not, like, I just, like, uh, you're not always Lucas. Oh. Some, sometimes you'll be, like, Lucas's father or... Oh. Yeah, or, like, uh, other side characters. And if you're those characters, you can talk to Lucas and hmm. listen to what he has to say. Huh. That sounds cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah, when he said, uh, whenever Dry said, like, 
other characters talking amongst themselves that weirdly enough made me think of Knights of the Old Republic. Because every now and then, like, just unpromptly, your um, whoever your crew was at the time would just start talking to each other. Yeah. yeah. There was one thing I really hated with those, though. Like, you'd go to an area and they'd be like, hey, I have a thing to talk to you about. And you're like, I, I really just got to shoot this guy in the face. And it's like, what about my thing that's happening in my life? Like, yeah, I don't really like you, though. I'm just here to level you up. So, <laughs> but I'm depressed. Who cares? <laughs> I'm depressed. Everyone's depressed. <laughs> We're in the slums. What do you want? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um. So, so like general thing because I was saying like it's kind of political. Um, Mother Three is basically about the terribleness of capitalism in a lot of ways. Oh, <laughs> like uh, when you start out, you're in this like small village. They don't have any sort of money system. They basically kind of just all are together and are just a happy village. And then uh, stuff people come and kind of fuck that up and in like put stores and stuff in their thing. They uh oh, they give everyone uh happy boxes with just television sets. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> and then like start kind of introducing more and more things into their houses that they don't actually need, and then they have to get jobs to pay for those things and stuff like that. Huh. It's really interesting. And like Lucas's family is the only family that didn't feel like getting a happy box and they're struck by lightning a ton of because of it oh because like it's super cap like capitalism bad where like they're they literally manufactured lightning strikes to strike people who don't have happy boxes huh <laughs> so okay um capitalism bad buy our game to hear about how capitalism bad is is there like a threat other than corporate america yes uh porky from the pig no, your neighbor in Earthbound. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, don't you remember the end of Earthbound? He no, learned... I didn't beat it. Oh. oh, uh, he gets in a time machine. Oh, spoil Earthbound yeah. for me. <laughs> You're Earth... not gonna finish. Oh wait, you mean like literally? Yeah, spoil yeah. it. Uh, it. It gets weird. Uh, you you basically have to become a robot and time travel. Huh. And you have to fight Gigas. And Porky's with Gigas because he sided with Gigas. And at the end, you beat Gigas, but Porky escaped. Oh. And he fucks shit up in Mother 3. Huh. Because yeah, he's like a giant mech spider in at the end of Earthbound, isn't uh, it? It's something. He's this no. weird, crazy. I thought he was. Hold I don't on. think at the end of Earthbound. He has like a machine. I don't think he becomes. For some reason, I'm thinking like giant mechanical spider is the machine that he's in. Uh, I mean that's that's in Super Smash Bros. Brawl's subspace emissary. <laughs> uh, it might be like because I know he just kind of talks to you. I think you might fight him in something like that before Gigas, so maybe that's why I'm not quite remembering. Um, but yeah, and he gets there and he fucks shit up. Like the first thing he does is he takes a bunch of animals and upgrades them because they're not cool. <laughs> and like, it's kind of spider like. Yeah, I know what you're talking. I. I guess it was yeah, like a spider. Yeah, it must have been. Creepy. But, um, but like, what that does is the animals that are usually very nice become aggressive, huh? And uh, so, Mother Three spoilers. Um, most people who are gonna play Mother Three have done it by this point, anyways. But just <laughs> um, one of the first things that happens in Mother Three is a upgraded dinosaur kills your mom. Oh, huh. So it's much more adult. Yes. 
It is very adult. Huh. And I honestly wonder if that might be some of the reason why it never came to America, too. They're just afraid to, like, ruin their, and it sounds like afraid to ruin their family-friendly I name. I think maybe, because, like, even, like, the language is a lot harsher in that. Um, One of the, like, care like, people you can find are just kind of androgynous magpie people. Huh. So they're just kind of look like men, dress like women, wear makeup and all that, talk very effeminate. Okay. Sounds really good. I love <laughs> Mother Three's really fucking good. Um, here's something. So, you know, Mother has like a traditional fighting system, mm-hmm. Mache. Um Mother Three introduces a system where if you can time your button press to the music, you can get additional hits. That's cool. It is. It's hard though, too, which is great. Like you can't just like mindlessly do it. Like I I can't I can't consistently do it. And I've been playing the game like eleven hours. <laughs> Cause you know, it's not one battle theme. It's each enemy has their own kind of battle theme. Yeah. And the cool thing too, if you can put the enemy to sleep, you can just hear the beat and not the music. That's really cool. There's so many like cool shit like that in the game. Huh. Man. I can, I can see why people are more, so upset they don't just bring it over then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, if they did, I think they would probably ruin some stuff in localization, honestly. Probably. Well, but also, like, with, I was going to say, with Dry not knowing the ending of Earthbound 2, uh, I guess not Earthbound 2, but knowing the end of Mother Earthbound, yeah. technically it's Mother 2. But, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, he probably doesn't like that whole thing with Gigas then, or Gigas. Uh, like the last battle with him and how it gets really weird. and Right. It kind of goes very like surreal yeah meta not even no, meta not just meta like dreamlike here is a dreamlike. screenshot of the last boss battle robbie that's a picture of your dick staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> that looks really weird yeah and that's like the start of it it gets crazier huh yeah um also the fight's fucking hard <laughs> <laughs> like i thought i was doing really good I got to that fight and I was getting my ass kicked. Wow. Huh. On top of that, like it also multiplies in a weird way. And like, uh, if you look at it, yeah, that looks like a horror, horror painting of some kind. Kind of. Kind of like an HR Geiger. I love the dialogue. Just Ness, 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 Ness. Yeah. Like it does that. But also if you look at the back black outline around it, it kind of looks like a fetus. And so it goes on to like other fan theories on like how you time traveled back in time and you had to destroy the infant version of him while it's in a fetus stage. Like huh. it gets into some weird stuff. It is honestly an amazing boss fight. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, what starts off as a kid's game goes into you aborting a fetus or an alien fetus at the end of it. Huh. Earthbound's honestly awesome. It gets weird, but and in like, like the greatest way. <laughs> I am still upset that Mother Three probably will never get localized. I can't imagine at this point that they would. I don't know why My they would. My only at this point. guess is if they do. Uh, they do Game Boy Advance for the the Switch online, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, here it is! Fucking shut up about it." <laughs> I mean, to be fair, half the stuff they've come out with on the Switch is them is basically them saying that, like, "Hey, here it is! Shut up now." Um, <laughs> I that would be like the best move from them. Like, don't even release it for sale. Just if you have Nintendo Plus, you get it. Yeah, because that would make so many people subscribe that don't already have a subscription to it yeah because like it is a joke that everyone who would want to play mother 3 has already done so because it's like the thing but i do think there are a lot of people who 
either don't really know about it or just aren't really into emulation that have played Mother that would be really interested in playing Mother. Yeah, like I, I, I never beat Earthbound, but that's something I would be genuinely interested to like look at because it's just such an anomaly. Yeah, and yeah, I just love it. Like it is so amazing in so many ways, and actually, uh. Because again, I the only way you would play it is if it does get released somewhere. Yeah. Um. So I used to have it on my Wii U, but that thing's long gone. Yeah. Uh. Super spoilers. Chapter six. I talked like I brought it up. It is very amazing. Uh. You just like it was after like a big battle, and you kind of fell off a cliff, and you land in a sunflower field. With sunflowers being the flower that your that represents your mother, mm-hmm. so all that happens is you just kind of walk through the sunflower field. You find your dog, and there's only one line of dialogue throughout the entire chapter, which is just Lucas. Hmm. And you just walk through the sunflower field, following this like kind of ghost of your mother, and you just kind of follow that until you walk off a cliff into a bed of hay huh and it's just so beautiful and it tells so much with saying nothing that sounds really good it sounds really really good yeah it is the shortest chapter it takes like maybe a minute or two to beat the entire chapter because that's <laughs> it no enemies no dialogue just you and your mother hmm. and it's um, honestly an amazing chapter wow yeah that sounds that sounds fantastic um, person at birthday number thirty says Earthbound so good. It's definitely one it's of the best good. RPGs made. Period. Seems to be the sentiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have one thing that I watched. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the room down. Yeah. After the beautiful thing I you know. just said, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched Vacation, 2015. Oh, the National Lampoon reboot. Yeah. Oh. Um. Is bad. <laughs> cool. Does it even have National Lampoon? No, it's just called Vacation. Um, Ed Helms starring Ed Helms, uh, and a lady whose name I can't remember, and the youngest Emma kid. Watson. Nope. Uh, a youngest kid who I can't remember the name of, even character, and then a guy who Jaden Smith. Nope. <laughs> was in Santa Clarita Diet, who was really really funny. Will Smith. Nope. <laughs> You're just naming all yeah. the Smith family. <laughs> <laughs> um, I okay, so it's bad, but I didn't hate it. Like there are some good jokes in there that aren't just from the original. Yes, yeah, I think there are some really good jokes in there, but I genuinely really hate the youngest brother character. Um, like you're supposed to hate him, but I just hate him as a character. Mm-hmm. I in general. Super, super annoying and violent, and says fuck and some fucked up racist and sexist stuff. Because oh, like he's supposed to be like the... the kid. Yeah, that's the joke. Uh, it's bad. It's not very good. Um, there's one part that was definitely in trailers. Like I don't remember trailers when it came out, but I imagine that this scene was created just for trailers. Like Ed Helms' character goes and he's like, "Hey, we're going on vacation." Ed Helms plays Rusty, by the way. Cool. Um, which is the son from Vacation. Um, 
And he's like, hey, we're going to go on a vacation because I have life spirit and uh, vacation and enjoying time with the family. We're not going to go to the old dumb cabin we always go to. We're going to have a real vacation. We're going to Wally World. Like, do that plot again. Um, and they're like, Wally World? But didn't you, you're just trying to recreate your, uh, your old vacation? He's like, I mean, it's kind of like old vacation, but it's new vacation. I mean, look, we're different. We have two boys instead of a boy and a girl. Like, it's just super referential to, like, what the original movie was. I hate it, because it doesn't do anything with that, it sounds nope. like. No, it doesn't. And it's literally just something I imagine that was only made to be in the trailer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kind of like what they did with Hot Tub Time Machine. I don't remember that either. Uh, they did a weird thing with that one, wherever uh, they find out that there's, like, controls on the side of the time machine, or on, on the side of the hot tub, and, like, oh, like, there's a date on there. And, um... One of the characters goes like, wow, it's like a hot tub time machine. And then he just looks at the camera and it zooms in on his face. That I think is funny because it's weird and dumb. Yeah. And like, but this is literally them just referencing the old movie and saying it's not going to be the old movie. Okay. Um, but it's the old movie. So it's what I just said, but dumber. Yeah, much dumber. Okay, uh, cool. Not as well written or out of nowhere. Like, it's just kind of fits. Yeah. But yeah, they mostly did that in that movie, Hot Tub Time Machine, for the... Uh, for the trailer of Hot Tub Time Machine, because they do that in the trailer also. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think all of the best jokes in the movie are ones that are like out of character. Like it feels like they were probably improv and things that weren't ever meant to be in the movie at all. And they just improvised it. And that was like the funniest parts of it. Like, I think the writing was probably pretty bad. Um, it okay here's the thing that actually really really bugged me with it last Lampoon's vacation the first one we watched mm-hmm. it on the podcast forever ago yes um almost a year ago actually probably um yes actually yeah I think mm-hmm. actually exactly a year ago march yeah that's the weird first, the first week of march yeah. yeah wow that's super weird actually <laughs> <laughs> totally did not do that on yeah, purpose I did by not the way do that on purpose um and what was i talking about Vacation. vacation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the only parts that were good were improvised, most likely. And it sounds like you're about to compare it to the original? Yes, thank you. Uh, my brain broke for a second. Um, so the thing is, the original was rated R. But, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just cussing everywhere, and it wasn't doing dirty jokes everywhere for the sake of doing dirty jokes. Like, it had an R rating because there's one scene where he fucking goes off and tells everyone to fuck themselves, basically. And um, the dog thing, wasn't it? And the dog thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but in this one, just fucking f-bombs everywhere uh cussing literally all over the thing and like it doesn't feel like a family movie that just happens to be more adult with more adult humor it feels like an adult movie that's trying to be a family movie if that makes sense no it does uh i think we've seen that with some other movies in the past and usually that's not good like a family movie that gets a little bit risque is fine but like when you're trying to you know make family movie out of potty humor i guess like literally the little kid is constantly saying fuck and constantly cussing all the time because little kid and it's funny he's cussing is Uh, it almost like if they try to make role model a family friendly movie yeah okay yeah actually um and it's just not funny like it doesn't work most of the time i think probably the best part of the movie is when they go to visit his sister and like he's like super successful and he's played by uh chris hemsworth and he's like super handsome and the joke is just that he's very handsome 
And then there's one part in the movie because it's just so in your face about it. Because like the whole joke is that he's so much better than N. Helton's character and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. he's successful and he's rich and he's handsome. And he like has this whole farm and he's a weatherman and everything. And the best part is like, because he's very flirty with his wife, uh, with Ed Helms' wife. And he like goes in and he's like wearing his like super tight underwear. And he has a giant dick. And he's just like trying, he's like, man, it's such a great night. Let me show you how the TV remote works. And like the wife is just staring at his dick the whole time. And like he goes to walk out of the room and he comes back in and he puts his leg on the sofa with like his dick just not like hanging out, but almost. You can just see a giant dick and he's like, all right, you guys have a great night. (laughs) And he walks out and then the wife's like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. And He's like, I know he just came in here to show off his abs. (laughs) Like, that's the best joke of the whole movie. (laughs) That's a decent joke. Yeah, it's pretty good because it just it's setting you up for the thing to be like them mad about the dick thing. Right. And it it subverts it. So, like, that's probably the best joke in the whole movie. Uh. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's still like it, it's a good joke, but it, that's a low bar to have to try to clear. Yeah, and the other joke that I really liked was one that actually it references the same joke twice, and the second time it references it's better. So the thing where the dad is in the car and like there's the girl in the Ferrari in the first one, he they see it like three times. Yeah. Then he meets the girl in the Ferrari at the hotel. Yeah. So it does a thing with the first one, or it does a thing like with the kid, how like there's this girl in this jeep and it's like his age and she's super super hot. And then the younger brother, like, does a thing and, like, chokes him out and stuff like that and embarrasses him. Um, and then, like, okay, they had a reference to the original thing. It's, like, a super famous thing. Sure, fine. But they do it again. But it's literally the same joke from Vacation. Like, the, everyone's asleep in the car and, like, the dad's driving the car and the girl's in the Ferrari. And, like, they're doing the thing, like, in the first movie. And then you see her swerve off and get hit by a semi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. That's did, it. <laughs> I did that face because I remember that, and I thought that was from the original. Nope, that's from this one. Um, and it's just super funny because like you don't see it coming. Like it seems like it's gonna just do the thing from vacation, and she gets hit by a semi, and then like he's driving off. He's like, looks behind him. And he's like, okay, and he just keeps driving. <laughs> We're just gonna pretend like that never happened. Yeah, like I mean, those are the yeah. two good jokes in the movie. I think that one, that is like one of the few reference humor that does work. Yes, because it mocks the original. Right. Yeah. Well, and just, again, a lot of humor is about subversion of expectation. Yeah. But then there's like a bunch of dumb jokes about like, it does the thing that I hate the most with a lot of humor is that it's just loud instead of being funny. Right. And it does that a lot, which isn't great. That is one thing that I found out about recently. Uh, it, Kind of off subject, but I found out that T Pain is actually doing like Twitch streaming these days. Sure, and you know, rapper trying to be funny. Uh-huh. Apparently, his personality is just loud now. Cool. Yeah, I, I always mean, thought was, that was his yeah, personality. Always, <laughs> it's even more so now. <laughs> but that's always been like a thing with internet humor too. Is like there's some internet humor. It's only funny because it's loud. Apparently, yeah. I think there's like again. I'm from the high class YouTube poops and all that, but hmm, yes, like I think, <laughs> like after it's one of the you watch a lot, and I think there's a lot of good ways to do it that isn't just it's funny because it's loud. I again, it's about subversion of expectations yeah. and all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's where the best humor comes from, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I had. I will. Uh, I I'm gonna say this right now. I am going to be trying to watch the Bad Ben series. Um. I'm gonna I'm and, gonna be putting some effort in to try and watch these horrible shitty series of the thing. 
So you're going to talk shit about how I'm watching the Mythica series and then watch ba- Bad Ben movies. Try does stuff like that a lot. Cool. Yeah, I have problems. <laughs> Here's the thing, do. though. I know exactly how bad it is, and I go in knowing exactly how bad it's going to be, and I expect to be talking shit about it the whole time. Yeah, I, I expect you to talk more shit about the Mythica series, I'll be honest with you. Um, I mean, it sounds like... Like, for me, like, with that one, it's just... It probably would be better if they had a bigger budget. <laughs> But like anything, I was gonna say I'll give yeah I'll give them yeah well I'll give them the benefit of the doubt they're putting an honest effort at least with it it's not too serious like it knows what it is yeah but and like I think the part that probably made me like maybe not dismissive of it be like okay that's what this thing is is when E said so they made their D and D campaign it it does feel like that I mean I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing I think there's a lot of stuff you can do if you do that sure but like also when i think of that like when i'm playing a game and like there's a bunch of in jokes we're playing a game or like whatever like it's really fun because you're in that moment and like you're all like bonding and you have these jokes going but the fact of the matter is like when you're like if you write down half the jokes that you have when you're like playing a board game or like playing a video game together like they're not funny out of context they're funny because of the situation and because you know everybody so like I, I guess a good example is that's fair. I guess it just depends because like a lot of the D and D stories that I remember are just kind of funny, even regarding disregarding context. I guess maybe well, like I when it comes depends. to context jokes too. Like I guess one good example is like whenever me you and Rocky played the Eldritch Horror game, and so like out of context it's not funny at all, but in the moment it was super funny. Right. But like uh, dry finding me out in the middle of the woods dying of exposure. Yes. Like, like that was super funny while we were playing uh the Eldritch Horror game because it was one of those like they they gave me the task of saving the day basically and I p- ended up picking up a card where my character was dying of exposure out in the middle of r- the Russian wilderness instead of saving the day and so while they're fighting monsters they're like okay we fought off all the monsters but more are coming what the hell is he doing oh yeah like it's very funny in the moment yeah but like I I am I would have a hard time imagining that being funny like in a filmed scripted scenario uh. For that movie, most of the humor actually comes from the fact that they have a thief that has the kind of has the charisma of a bard, and so he just wants to fuck everything. D and D campaign, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which fine, it yeah. seems completely fine. Like don't you're wrong. Seems like it, it knows yeah. what it is. It, it knows what it is. Like it's not the greatest films ever, but it's just it's just something fun to listen to while I'm at work. Yeah, yeah. Like that's uh, that's basically what I've been watching my lunch breaks. That's D and D. <laughs> uh anyway anybody have anything else uh, i guess i'll do a quick um, check of my youtube because i know i'm all tapped out there's probably things that i watched mostly i've been playing a lot of remnant from the ashes but i mean for me like i'm trying i'm playing a little bit more because like i stopped playing cyberpunk for like a week and a half i'm starting to pick that back up again mm-hmm. uh honestly i like the story of that game um which I know it's a controversial thing to talk about cyberpunk because like there's a lot of people who are super pissy about that game, but I think it's good. Uh, New something Disney? going on in the chat. Okay, Boomer says hi. Brandon says yellow. Okay, Boomer says don't block me, but I am ten years old. Don't block me. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna block you. <laughs> Because because you asked us not to. It's explicit. It, we, I, we have talked about some explicit stuff today. I just don't want your mom to talk to me. So I did that. <laughs> Block list growing, baby. Um, we now have three people on it. Uh, I did find 
actually, I did find something. It shouldn't be too long. That is kind of just an interesting thing. Of course, I'm the game dev guy, so I look a lot of into right. game dev stuff. Uh, someone kind of did a short documentary called Someone Else's Problem, which is about crunch hmm. for overseas studios. Because oh. he brought this up. That's actually a really under-talked about thing. Because there's like there is a huge thing now about just crunch in studios and how we should get away with that. Well, a lot of the get away with that is just pushing that to the overseas studios. The oh, what's the word for it when you ship out when you offload? Yes, uh, kind of shipping out and offload. There's like a better term for it, but um, I think there is. Uh, I can't think of the term. I can't either, but. It was just kind of an interesting thing about that, and he actually like interviewed people from those companies that, and a lot of them don't work there anymore. Outsourcing, yes. Outsourcing, Out- yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh... Thank you, adult. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was honestly really interesting seeing a lot of people talk about it and how just the environment breeds a lot of the toxicity and causes a lot of the crunch. Like they were saying one of the new employees was talking about they were just going to take their vacation because it was a holiday. And they got an angry email from the boss. Well, like a passive aggressive email, I should say, from the boss saying like, do you think it's really fair that this employee and this employee are going to work while you are out taking the days off? And just shit like that. And it's like terrifying. Yeah, that... That's kind of the fucked up thing about the industry, too, is because there was another channel just called Noodle that was talking about crunch time. And it's like a little animated thing. So he has like a little animated figurine as a talking head whenever he does his videos. Mm -hmm. And he talked about crunch time and how it's a toxic environment, especially when it comes to video games. Because like one thing about it is they'll ask, like, like, are you a a passionate person? Because they get people who are passionate about these things to work on them. So that way they basically just volunteer the overtime. And so look at people who become workaholics because they want them to be passionate about this project. And it gets to the point to where like, they're not technically uh, punished for it, but they're punished for not putting the extra effort into it. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like, they can't punish them corporate wise. Like they can't fire them or write them up, but they can be like, if you have an environment to where the entire idea of it is to be creative and to be creatively driven with a bunch of people, maybe you're not invited to the next huddle. Maybe you're not included in the next uh, little thing like where you're all creating art or where you're all like having a little powwow to figure out like a new story. Right. Or maybe they don't tell you about their new idea and they're coming up with like another team to like do this little small thing. Like maybe they will just passive aggressively not include you anymore. And that's the worst part because that's how you build your career in that industry. Right. And something like uh, a big issue overseas actually is just they don't actually explicitly ask you to do overtime yep it's just expected of you yes and because of that you don't get paid yeah and that was definitely an issue here and they're like starting to get away with that which is just paid overtime which is not a proper solution to the problem but at least better it's better than just nothing yeah but it's not great no and it's just like stuff like that is terrible because even the I think the most terrifying thing is the quote like even if our company decided that it was gonna treat their employees better, 
another company is just going to take up the offer. Yeah. That's the problem. That that that's why unionization in the industry is so important mm-hmm. because you need to have a strong back and to be like these are what you have to do for everybody no matter what. If you want to hire this person, you have to do this no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be really hard about it because they do have that built-in thing of like this is what the industry is and we only hire passionate people and blah blah blah. Yeah. And so like the people who think that they were hired because they're so passionate and great at their job are going to defend the fact that they have the job because they're passionate and great at their job because they've essentially been tricked and brainwashed into that position. Yeah. Well, and part of that also has to do with management too because they say that's another part of the problem with it is they get managers who are basically trained to enforce this kind of thing like oh well if you're mm-hmm. not passionate about it then i'll give the project to somebody else then. i'll give it to somebody who is passionate about it and you can just work a nine to five yeah that and like they'll do that instead of like dude you've put in 80 hours this week you got to go home yeah kind of thing which is what a manager's supposed to do yep it's but fucked it is yeah. what and was that the... documentary called uh let me someone else's problem someone else's problem on youtube yep uh by people make games all right that that definitely sounds interesting. I want to take a look at that yeah. for sure. Um, all right. Uh, another thing. Uh, person at birthday number thirty brought up in chat is uh, you're Raya. 30. I'm also thirty. <laughs> he says you're thirty. I am. Um, does thirty go away once midnight hits? Is that how that works? Do I stop you're thirty in one uh, day? It will go away in a year. <sighs> <laughs> you'll be when you wake up in the morning you'll be 30 and one day you're old Woo! um yeah raya uh i yeah. super want to see it uh it looks good i don't know about the plot but it looks good i'm kind of cautiously optimistic like i know like we're in this whole big experimental phase right now of like putting streaming movies in with um movies that are also in theaters i feel like they're not getting their best script like they're getting something that's kind of got brushed off to the side of like this is kind of an iffy movie we weren't sure if it was going to do well in theaters anyways we'll try it with the streaming thing and if it works then maybe it'll work with bigger movies i think this is one of the animated ones where disney was unsure about (sighs) because it does have like more of an action emphasis it seems like and more of a serious thing and there's no music nobody sings in the whole thing so i think that's interesting because i forget that's pretty big for disney on an animated movie like this though like american audiences are very uncomfortable with silence they are yeah they are um, which it's a Chinese inspired movie anyways. Yes, so. it is. Um, but I super want to see it. I don't want to pay the $30 to watch it on Disney no, plus. I would be willing to go to a theater to watch it though. Um, and it's out in theaters, AMC around here. So that may be something that I end up doing fairly soon. Maybe next week I'll be able to talk about that. Um, theaters for the most part are fairly safe for what it is. Cause they have extremely limited seating. I think they're One at like person. It's like, I think you can fit like four people in an entire row because they block off all the seats next to you in like a certain area. So you have, I think it's eight feet was so they keep a distance of with everybody in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they block off rows. So every other row, so there's nobody behind you or in front of you. So that's nice. So there's going to be like 20 people in that entire theater then. Yeah. Super not even worth it to run the electricity. Like they're not making their money back at all. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those, it's better to run it at our be, be running it period kind of thing than to just have it closed yeah like um a good example since i work in manufacturing whenever i worked in utah that plastic injection company there 
uh, they complained all the time that there was certain machines that they weren't like they're barely making their money back on it between like how much it costs for the material, how much it costs to have someone sit there and like man the mold and then sending it off to um to get machined and then get finished and everything like that. Like it costs so much money to actually manufacture it. And once they sold it, sold it, it was barely making any money back. And so I thought it was like, oh, that's weird that they even keep it running until I found out the day that they weren't running that machine. And they said they're losing something like $5,000 every single day. Or no, it was like, it might've been like $50,000 every single day. It wasn't running or something crazy like that. Fuck me. Yeah. Like, it was a big deal that it wasn't running. <laughs> well, you're never going to hear them complain about that then. Yeah. Mm. That is running. <laughs> oh, they want to understand well. Yeah. But... They don't care. They but don't the fact that they were like molding plastic there, like they ran a lot of electricity through that building. Like we actually had our own little, uh, power transformer just for that building. I bet. Damn, and their own hamster running on the in the wheel. Two, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah on the, if you went on the roof, it was just tons of ha- our hamsters running. <laughs> Whole metric ton of them. Mm-hmm. The real great job there is being the hamster feeder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's that seems like a lot of cleaning up. <laughs> yeah, that would be clean, but you gotta play with hamsters. No, they're working. That's true. They have a nine to five, <laughs> <laughs> and they got to make sure that they hired the passionate hamsters. <laughs> Oh, full <laughs> that's probably the darkest joke i've made all day oh uh, yeah actually no uh yeah they have a union yeah the hamsters have a union actually so they're fine <laughs> so they're fine it's the people who are actually molding them that we're they're the ones that don't have the union <laughs> but no like that's actually one of the things that uh speaking of the game development industry i was going to say because like i know that like there is a union for like the uh the voice talents and like the actors and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they're trying. They're, yeah, but they don't have that for the actual development team. Yeah. No, it's similar reason where they. It's an issue in all of America where a lot of companies convince people they don't need a union. Yeah, yeah. it's fucked. And just listen to the company. Yeah, the company that doesn't want to pay you, the company that underpays you currently. Mm-hmm. That company. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> shifting blame. Where you see people working at Amazon complaining that people who work at a grocery store are gonna get paid the same as them, and it's like, you should be complaining. You don't get more. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. Because I see that and I'm like, I worked at Amazon and I worked at a store. It's not that. It's not apples to apples. It, it's not that hard. <laughs> no, it's not even that. Like, it's just like it's not like it's that much harder labor. It's not, you're not doing it's skilled just labor. labor. Yeah, yeah, it's just different labor. And yes, Amazon should be paid more, but they should just be paid more. Yeah, <laughs> instead of same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's... we're uh, about to the two hour mark. What did we talk about today? We... Mother three, Meat Boy, Drama Island, uh, Mythica, uh, icebergs that may or may not deserve to be icebergs. <laughs> um. Also, I guess I kind of jumped in on the development thing and also with Mother 3. Yeah. Uh, game dev and crunch and unions. Mm-hmm. Um, vacation 2015. <laughs> WandaVision. And trivia. And we have played trivia. Yeah, we played some trivia. All right. I think that that was a pretty productive show. Sure. We had some talks. We made some laughs. We talked about porn. Way too much. Too much porn talk, actually. Just any. Usually, <laughs> but... Well, uh, E, if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We have a link tree now. We do. Which has a link to all of our social medias. Yeah. Uh, 
link.tree slash L-O-I-P. Yeah, which I like the hell way that it sounds. <laughs> link.tree slash L-O-I-P. Yep. Uh, also, uh, rolls links, the tongue. also links to all the places where you can listen to us. Yeah. And we got an email, as always, the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And Sam is saying in chat, I fell asleep a little, had a bit of a nap. That's uh, all right. That's I'm all right. Glad we Sam. helped you. Yeah, glad we helped you with the nap. We eased you to bed. Uh, I'm kind of okay with three. being a. Yeah, that's all you missed, really. Play Mother 3 uh, Unionize. <laughs> also i'm kind of okay with being a white noise generator yeah <laughs> now it's getting weird again <laughs> uh robbie take us out of here so we're going out and about make sure to be safe about it wear a mask stay six feet apart make sure to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds but if not Make sure to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. If you can, get a vaccine. It's probably something I should include now. Uh, (laughs) And whether this is the very first time you've heard of us or whether you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody who joined us in the chat every week. It's always a great time. Um, Yeah, have a great one out there. Be safe. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. So far away from the microphone.